Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, Scream, the original the original movie. Um, but I, I had a really important um, piece of teen content to show Jane today that I, I'm sure you will have a lot of thoughts about, Jane. Um, so we're going to oh, we're going to try to actually show a TikTok and we will link to it for our listeners. And if it doesn't work audio-wise, then I'll cry. But we'll talk about what the TikTok is showing. <laughs> okay, Jane, you can see it? I can see it. All right. Okay, girl in a Jansport walking into a dorm room. High-waisted jeans, crop top. Hugging a boy. <laughs> Romantic music, please. Okay, the caption says, surprising my boyfriend at college. Okay, this this is hashtag couch guy on TikTok. I have found <laughs> that many people are talking about. And the reason it, to me, that was just like a normal video of someone hugging someone. But many people are spiraling, trying to analyze whether this person is happy to see his long distance partner after mm. a long time. They are teen they're they're um college sophomores, I think. Um and so there's all these videos like that this has spawned many reaction videos of people being like, let me um show you his hand is here in this frame and that means the girl beside him uh handed him his cell phone and like there's like three other girls on the couch, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um so all this is to say I would die if this were me. Like if this, if this were my me posting a, a happy piece of media on my social media and then um, people analyzing it like this, I would die. I would I would roll over and want to be erased from the internet. Yeah, I the <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, yeah, he didn't seem thrilled, but I also sort of <laughs> understand that. Like he wasn't expecting to be filmed while his lady showed up. So yeah. it sort of seems like unfair to everyone involved. His guys are his his guys. <laughs> There's a lot of like dudes around like the perimeter of the video that are like his his like guy friends and like the backstories that they helped like her craft the surprise. Uh, and I don't know. I I am a surprise person. Jane, are you? Or no? As like display um, of affection. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would be into that. It hasn't happened not yet. Being filmed. Five years of okay. mono- monogamous <laughs> relationship hasn't occurred, but I would be into it. But what you wouldn't you wouldn't um anticipate being filmed your reaction being filmed while you're in a couch with three other people? No. I don't know. I like why is this making why is this making the rounds? Like, you know what I mean? That's my question. Also, couch guy? Yeah, why are the teens like really into it? I think everyone's bored. I think most of the people into it are single, and I think um, the poor girl is like defending herself, which I think she should just not reply. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she doesn't need to defend herself. She's fine. She is in a happy relationship, and she has enough money to go visit her like partner. What I college. was more interested in were those bright green doors. What <laughs> college is this? <laughs> That, those doors were so green. That's fair. 
<laughs> well, it looked like a it looked like just like an apartment in New York City. I forgot they were in college until just now. Hashtag um, green doors. Anyway, more like it. <laughs> Speaking of people who don't need to defend themselves because they're <laughs> just living their life. <laughs> Do you want to introduce our guest? Yeah. This is Charlie Bardet, who I know from Twitter. He is a cool Twitter. Hi, Charlie. Hi. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Hi, Charlie. Um, uh, Charlie, we, we, oh, did you have a reaction to this video? Yes. Well, I've also been seeing it. And I also, I, I think you're exactly right that, like, it, it, like, this whole, the culture of, like, being surprise filmed and then having your reaction <laughs> scrutinized, it's like, he didn't consent to that. Like he was just in a room and all of a sudden it's like, you weren't adequately da 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 da. And it's like, I don't know, maybe he's going through something. Like maybe he didn't want, we don't know the whole context of the relationship. It's like, it feels yeah. very invasive to me. And I guess she really did invite that into their relationship. Yeah, I do feel Tough. like, I do feel like in that scenario, you should just not reply because she's like actively replying to people trying to defend yes, herself. Totally. So like, I, just, just take the video down or leave it up and just not reply. And, yeah, you know. exactly. Like you can peace out on that. I'm so quick to delete anything. That I'm like, just delete it. If it's yeah, if it's yeah. vexing you at all, like, no problem. Or it's gone. Or block the pe- like block the first person who comments. Yeah, exactly. Like it just feels so good. Right. Just You're just like anyone else all of them. want a piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just I would delete like to, all the comments. I'd like to jump in here and say Charlie's bio. <laughs> sure. Okay, Charlie is a writer and comedian, born and raised in New York City. He's been featured in Vulture, Time Out New York, and The Patch, and he has a monthly stand-up show, Exploration Live. Okay, we can keep we can keep going. Yay. Thank you. Wait, Charlie, thank you for saying like, that. We like, to ask, we like to ask all our guests on the pod, what type of teen were you? Um, I was actually just thinking about that the other day because I was walking oh. in the city and and was having <laughs> would you believe it um well it was def- okay it was definitely a really like hardcore type 18 was like I am going to get into you know I didn't get like an a minus in school like it was really like hardcore um so it was kind of a nerd in that sense um it was really a theater kid and kind of the thing I was thinking about recently was like the thing of growing up in the city, like the way you kind of move around when you're like mm. 16 and just like out and about is you're just like in like a big group of kids who are all just like mm-hmm. screaming on the train. <laughs> and so that was like a big part of my like, like the social part of my adolescence was like me being with like a group of like girls who are like, ah! <laughs> so it was really like what we kind of did in the city I sort of I love that especially because um recently I was on a I was on the train home from I think somewhere in Brooklyn and we saw a group of teens like screaming on the train and I was like looking I was mostly looking at the girls in the group and being like "Ooh, look at what the teens are wearing yeah yeah and Nate goes look at what the two guys in the group are wearing and his description was like they looked like teen pirates <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> which is accurate totally. which is which yeah. was accurate um but big baggy wait. clothes and like g- like gaudy gold jewelry for sure yeah, yeah how, really tr- how close wow. how closely did you identify with gossip girl <laughs> Well, it's Were funny, you like, actually, that's me? <laughs> it, I went to like a selective public high school on the Upper East Side. So we were really surrounded by that culture. But like, because it was a public high school, it was like, it didn't quite have that vibe. But I did actually often hang out on the Met steps at night. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Like that actually was like a thing that happened. But more than that, like, 
I didn't really party until like senior year. And even then, like, not really. I didn't really drink. I didn't smoke. I was really like, I'm going to get into college. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hung out a lot at like <laughs> Barnes and Noble. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> spend like hours and hours in Barnes and Noble with friends or like Shake Shack. You'd go to Shake Shack and you'd be there for like three hours. So oh, you're saying so you were really into like, the indie bookstore, like hole in the wall type restaurant. <laughs> exactly. York exactly. Offers. Uh-huh. Yeah, the exactly. indie bookstore Barnes and Noble. Yeah, famous. I don't know if you guys have that sort of in the other places in the country, but <laughs> we have this special little. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because it's like, it's like, yeah, I was a teenager and I hung out in malls. People are oh, often also like, yes. yeah. like, what were the coolest spots in New York? Like, you're from here, so like, you should know. And I'm like, I no. mostly spent my time at my friend's mom's houses. It's like yes. Sharon's house, <laughs> Suzanne's house. Like, those are kind of the spots. What like, mall? That- what was your mall? I guess it was like, like, there's a corridor on 86th Street that like had like a Shake Shack, a Barnes yeah. Noble. That's the mall. And that's like, you know, it's not quite a mall technically, like a strip but it mall. is, yeah, like a strip mall. And it's just like outside. Yeah. It like spiritually is a mall, even if that's, it's yeah. not that's literally. Like, that's really lovely to me that you hung out in the Shake Shack because now, like, especially yeah. during COVID, it's like the Shake Shack is like very stressful. <laughs> totally. They're just, try- they're just trying to like keep people out like now. Yeah. They're like and trying to also- get people moving. Yeah. So. And also like in, a- in another, like Shake Shack, I remember... Shake Shack materialized when I was a teen. And so it was just like an exciting place to go. Like yeah, a tourist. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like, I guess our equivalent would be like hanging out the, at the McDonald's, which is everywhere. But it, it is, I'm trying to say it is glamorous that you hung out in the Shake Shack. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Like that, it, it, like Shake Shack it is or was for a while a local chain. Yeah. So, you know, there's definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. is like some sort of, yeah. And the other thing that like, I don't know if this was, I'm sure this is like part of teen culture elsewhere, but like the other big thing we would do is like, especially like during the summers when you had nothing to do is you would just like walk for hours and like you'd oh, start on like yeah. the Upper West Side and be like, we're going to get bubble tea in Chinatown and you would just like walk to Chinatown and like that would just be your day and you'd like amble and because when you're a teen, you don't have money and you don't have, you're not old enough to like go to bars. So you really yeah. are just like, I'm going to be wherever I can be. And yeah really utilize like any quasi public space um, just walking yeah just I mean, and that is the mall like That's at the, the mall, mall. you just mall. walk you're totally. saying your mall was the island of manhattan yeah wow. <laughs> honestly exactly yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to share that my relationship with shake shack is biting into the shroom burger and then scalding cheese oh my god yeah. <laughs> just splooging Ow. out usually oh. like onto my skin that's gonna hurt for sure. <laughs> that like, feels really terrifying. visceral. Isa, yeah. have you wait, Isa, wait, Isa, do you like mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, I love mushrooms. Okay. Sometimes I I don't know, I assumed because you don't like beans and peanut oh butter, you wouldn't like God. mushrooms. Hmm. Why are you coming for me? Because <laughs> those are like vegetarian staples. Yeah, I love true. I love mushrooms. I don't know okay. if I like the Shake Shack shroom burger because of the hot like cheese inside um yeah i don't think but it's I, worth it i, was I just get the say, cheese fries <laughs> i was gonna say this movie was selected by charlie um correct i yeah I, i'm not i'm not <laughs> mr no, right no 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 you're right yeah. <laughs> we actually watched i know what you did last summer last week so we are fully caught up it sounds like you had watched both of them in your past life um, I don't think that's true. I'm okay. so sorry to sort of. Go, I'm so sorry to say that. I wish I could be like yes. 
And I want Never to. mind. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Charlie, what but is I your relationship? To. What is your relationship to the movie Scream, released in 1996? Well, so I watched it. I, you know what? I actually watched it on the night of, I want to say, Hurricane Ida. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sort of the whole time was like, man, it's yes. really raining. It is not looking good. And I was also like, I had friends over, like I live in Crown Heights. They live in Williamsburg. And I kept being like, hey, you guys, like, do you want to go? Like, it kind of looks bad out there. And they're like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And they left and they told me after they were like, we took the bus home. I walked into the bus, it was a good host, whatever. They took the bus home and they were like, the bus was going through three to four feet of water. Literally water came into the bus, like from the doors. Oh my and we had to like God. sit up on the seats. So it was a pretty like chaotic night, although easy for me and sort of it's nice and a stormy night to watch like a horror movie. <laughs> so like um, their own horror horror story. You exactly. watch Scream, they maybe almost died. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Totally. And I, you know, it's funny, like I'm really, I wanted to watch this one of like uh, all the sort of teen movies you guys were pitching me because I, I I don't like watching stuff that isn't like good. Like I'm not one of those people. I don't enjoy watching like movies that might not be good. I'm like, that's too long for me to, you know what I mean? And I know that Scream is like at least pretty yeah, yeah, well yeah. respected. Um, but I forgot when I said yes to it that I am really scared of horror movies. I am really, <laughs> really scared. <laughs> so I was like, and I this is like sort of like, it's a really campy horror movie, like deliberately so. And it, nevertheless, I was frightened. I was like, the whole time was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Had to literally watch a lot of it, like turned around in the couch. Covering. Wow. Yeah, like literally oh like that. Yeah. For the listeners, he looks like he was really scared. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Like they are scary to me. Legit. That that's fair. That's that's totally fair. Jane, yeah. would you say you you're you also feel like you're a scaredy cat? I really relate to that, but for some reason with this movie, first of all, I will say that whenever I watch movies for this podcast, it sort of feels like its own experience. Like I don't feel like I'm actually watching a movie. I it's it's less fun, you know, classic, like, take something you enjoy and ruin it. Um, sure. <laughs> but I will say that this movie was silly enough for me. And I also knew the twists that I was not scared. Sorry, Charlie. Mm, yeah. Oh, I looked up the plot on Wikipedia before. Or like, what? at a certain point, I was Jane's, so scared. Jane's soulmate. Jane also will like, just spoil the plot of something she's watching. Once yeah. any aspect of suspense enters the plot, she's That's, like, I can't, wait, I can't take it. I need to defend myself because my boyfriend's mom will regularly read the end of books and then like read the book. And I oh would never do that. I actually disagree with you, Issa. I feel like I've just made some poor choices in my life and you're holding them <laughs> over my head. <laughs> yeah, you don't like endorse that behavior. Yeah. I, I do. I because I was like, I'm. This is like, I'm distractingly distressed by this. Oh. Like I have not actually. Like I'm, and it's funny because it's like I. This is like again. It's like a campy, yeah, sort yeah. of ironic horror Meta. movie. Yeah, exactly. Like self-referential. It's so like signaling constantly that it is a movie. Like that's like the whole a whole project yes, of it is yes, that it's like yes. being meta-referential and yet i in my brain it's real <laughs> in my brain i'm <laughs> it was like good because it did it did the scary stuff well. yeah it did I, Jane, I, you're right 
Jane, what um, what's your relationship to this movie? None. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I yeah. You've never seen it. Yeah, okay. Oh, this was, my real well, you relationship. Were saying, you is, were saying scary movie was on exactly. All the time. That's yeah. my relationship to this movie is having seen oh. scary movie so many times. Gotcha. I feel like when while you were always catching scary movie on, I was always catching this on. Like I just felt oh. like a lot of times I would go to someone's house and this was on and so I've seen like bits and pieces, but I can't remember if I ever sat down and saw the whole thing. So I like I knew this the twist, but I, I didn't know how it got there. Um and I forgot like all the people in this movie, such as um Shaggy from the Scooby Doo movies. Oh my god. <laughs> he only looks like that. Yeah. Matthew Lillard, right? He doesn't look yes. like a real person. No. He he is a he is a great character actor. <laughs> he really is. I think he is like astonishing to watch. It yeah, is drawing. I truly enjoyed watching him do all his voices and bits in this movie because also his character was like the teen friend that does bits and voices. And I was like, thank God, like he just yeah. got to like, you know, let his let his flag fly and do like 70 bits yeah there's a little bit of like a, a jim carrey in him i don't yes. know what that relationship is like i don't know if like i, I guess at the time jim carrey had art was already super famous right That's 1990 true. is that true so it's like i wonder uh, if he was like yeah maybe not actually like i wonder if they were like sort of equally had like equal stature and yeah. we remember Jim Carrey more if he like kind of comes off as like a Jim Carrey ripoff. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He was trying. He was trying to be inspired by him. Um, they came from the same school of acting. Oh, I thought you were going to be like they came from the same high school. And then Jim Carrey really <laughs> made it, and he, you know, he did fine. Um. Yeah. Okay. So so we we talked about this a little bit in our last episode, but the same guy who wrote I know what you did last summer wrote Scream, and Scream actually mm-hmm. came before it, so we did it out of order. But it's um, good. I'm glad we but did. But it's good. But it's good. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> um, and this one is inspired not by a hook hand urban legend, by but but by a real life case of a man named the Gainesville, or not named a man called the Gainesville <laughs> Ripper. Um, mm. and just had like a lot of um difficulties figuring out like ratings and like showing this to teens. Like people were really really adamant that it was too violent and too disturbing because it was like teens being stabbed and things Mm -hmm. like that um because obviously there were movies with like blood before this but i think because it was so focused on young people being stabbed in a bunch of ways they were scared (laughs) um and the whole the whole journey a lot of the times the director and the writer were just really like this is not just like a horror movie it's sort of also like a little bit like funny and campy and meta like we were talking about so they were like based on that you guys should like be easier on us for the rating which like right. i don't know <laughs> i'm like yes but it still has those scenes so like i understand why everyone was freaking out the the piece of trivia i did um i did get that i that i thought was funny was that for the high school they were approaching this place in california and approached this high school called santa rosa high school and the school board immediately was like, no, like, too violent, you know, s- there's cynical dialogue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, too, the, the local news, like, was really mad, et cetera, et cetera. But then the students of the school and some local residents were like, no, this is cool as shit. Like, we want mm-hmm. it to be here. <laughs> and, like, there was a three-hour, like, town hall, like, debate one day, um... 
after the filming was supposed to begin. Um, so the students fought to film it at their school, which, like, honestly, I also would. Um, but then they they lost the debate, oh. unfortunately. Yeah, that so sucks. I think I would also I would be I would be speaking at that debate if it were my high school. <laughs> you would get in line at that town hall and yes. wait for three hours to so, like <laughs> say the same prepared speech. Yeah. As everyone before you. <laughs> that I that I like printed out on a piece yeah. of paper. <laughs> You're like, um, how can I personalize this? Like, how can I like show them I really care? <laughs> um, my question for you all was what was your like relationship to like um violent like R rated movies for violence and like gore in movies when you were a teen? It's mm. a really good question. I'm actually really not sure of what like like I don't know if this is sort of retrofitting a narrative but i feel like i was sort of blasé about it i yeah. want to say or that you like were a it new was... york teen new york teen yeah, like a little you're bit like this the... is just this is every day in new york yeah City. <laughs> i see this kind of stuff happen all the time <laughs> like certainly not like <laughs> on the upper west side i was yeah, like sort yeah. of shielded from some of those narratives um <sighs> nobody thinks so. i think the attitude of like my parents was largely like yeah you'll be fine you know what i mean <laughs> no worries like you probably won't like it anyway yeah i definitely saw (laughs) some too scared (laughs) yeah well certainly like i was avoiding a lot of the like i was not seeing slasher movies you know as a kid um just because uh you know not both it's a this is actually something i share with my mom and i see a lot of movies with my mom like she does not do horror just like rebukes it it's genetic yeah exactly (laughs) what about you yeah, I feel like I was, like, self-sheltered. Like, I'm sure my parents weren't pro or, like, encouraging any violence. I actually, <laughs> I remember, like, <laughs> they were watching the movie Amelie, and I was, like, on the floor behind my dad's um, hmm. lazy, what's it, no, What's that chair that, like, pops out? It's not a lazy Susan. It's a cozy, <laughs> easy, whatever, a chair. Wait, lazy Susan is the thing on the table. Easy Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then there's oh, a scene. Wait, do you know what it it's is? A la- it's a lazy boy, right? Oh, thank lazy you. Lazy boy. Thank God. Lazy boy and Susan. They should hook up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was behind the chair on the floor on the brown carpet. And there's a scene in Amelie where she's just like, she's having sex. But what's so funny <laughs> is I know that that scene is truly three seconds long. It's kind of, she just like, they're like flipping through images where she's staying. But the second that it comes on the screen, my parents turn to me and are like, Jane, go to your room. Um, and I had been like hiding on the floor, so I don't know what. But anyway, um, not a lot of violence, not a lot of sex uh, in my life until until college. Did um, I feel like? Well, okay. I also grew up with a with an older brother, and like he and his, I think he and his friends were constantly trying to like freak each other out and like watch like fucked up movies or by you know when you're like 14 you're like fight club is so fucked up like that yes. is so dark and twisted so they would like all like gather and watch it and like laugh at each other um but i remember sweeney todd the movie version um came out and it was really really bloody um and i saw it in theaters i did too um and and just like i was with I, the guy that I liked at the time and a bunch of friends and the guy that I liked at the time was just like laughing at all the gore, which I think some people like when they see like vile, like, like blood splatter at, all over the screen, like that's their response. 
um, is to like laugh when they're like afraid. And so I was like, oh my gosh, he's not scared. Like I'm such a wimp. Um, and that's what I remember. But but I would say uh, I also did not watch a lot of slasher movies, like specifically, just because they weren't really in my cup of tea. Um, who else is in this? Oh, um, someone from Riverdale is in this, Jane. Did you no. Know? Oh, wait, Ski Ulrich. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's hot. The right? young version or the older version? <laughs> they're both, they're, both of them are handsome. <laughs> he's, he's the one who, dad. oh yeah, Billy. he's super Billy. hot in it. I yeah. really, it's really working for me, him like being a predator. <laughs> okay, should we Hold start? <laughs> yeah, okay, let's do it. Okay, a mysterious man calls Drew Barrymore, do not know the character's name, it's Drew Barrymore, and starts to harass her. <laughs> she finds her boyfriend tied up in her backyard, and when she answers a trivia question about scary movies wrong, he is murdered. Drew is eventually killed by a man wearing a ridiculous mask. That same night, Sydney is chilling in her bedroom when her boyfriend, Billy, barges in through the window to pressure her sexually. Her father leaves for a work trip. <laughs> the next day at school, Sydney's friend Tatum and her boyfriend, Stu, joke around about the murder. We learn that Sydney's mom had been raped and murdered the previous year. That night, Sydney gets a call from the murderer who then comes out of her closet and attacks her. Just after the murderer disappears... Billy comes through the window and drops his cell phone. The police arrive and take him away. Oh, man. I have. I, I actually think that this first chunk encapsulates a lot of what this... I, I feel like this movie does a lot of... Wait, can I go off for a second? Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I, have three, I think I have three things to say. I think this movie really, very often, threads a really hard needle where it's like doing stuff where you're like, that could so easily not work. Or you're like about to mm. overplay your hands, but you don't. And I think that happens so much here, like with with um, the, the immediately the meta referential horror movie stuff. Like that could so easily not work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the kind of thing yeah. that just like you know, if you do that wrong, it becomes like exhausting, and and then you lose the like part of it that actually is suspenseful and makes it scary. Like the fact that it actually works as a horror movie while talking about the conceit of horror movies is like really impressive i find it could be so it could be so like annoying like yes sort totally. of avengers avengers yes humor. <laughs> exactly like meta irony like haha we know what we're doing wink wink yeah and there yeah. is a little bit of that but yet it's still like it's not yeah it's, it viscerally it's works. It works yeah um and then this the same thing with like the fact that wait can i spoil the movie or yeah, should I wait? yeah yeah okay yeah. <laughs> people like no because Billy ends up being the killer. <laughs> and the fact that it's like, you immediately are like, well, he's the killer. Because yeah, yeah, he yeah. like literally was right there after. Like, that's shocking that that works out like that. Like, and that yeah. you actually like the whole movie managed to have some sense of like suspense. Because it's so obvious that you're like, well, I guess it's not him. Like that to me also feels like it could really easily not work. Right, they, they do a lot, they do a lot of stuff to throw you off that convincingly could throw you off too. Right, exactly. And then when you find out it's him, you're like, right, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they do. They do some stuff like this. The opening scene before the mm -hmm. title credit is so mm -hmm. freaking good. Also, it Drew is. Barrymore is awesome in it. She's Love amazing. Drew. I just Dude, read her I'm memoir, so <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm feeling like a real fan. I don't know about the blonde hair, but... The, okay, so there were two things I knew about this movie going into it. 
The one thing is that Drew Barrymore was like marketed as a cast member and then mm-hmm. everyone was surprised that she was killed first. Like that was like a big twist. Yeah. Because she was the most famous. That's cool. <laughs> um, to me, like watching it and knowing that, like it just made sense and I didn't feel like any surprise, but I, she's so good. Um, and then also the other spoiler is like, I knew who the killer was, but I didn't know that Scooby-Doo was also involved. Mm, yeah, yeah so that's true. That was like a fun Shaggy. little twist. Shaggy. Yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. seen that movie. So he, to me, he is all of the characters. He's all Scooby-Doo. <laughs> he's played Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the one yeah. man. Something that for me, the only thing I was, I was like, what dates this movie and what makes it feel like the 90s? And something for me that did was um, the voice on the phone that the killer uses <laughs> is like sort of goofy and like, I don't know, he's like, answer the question, sweetie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just not, yeah. that's like not what they would do. I was trying to think like, what would they do today? Like, what would the killer voice be today? I think it would just be sort of like distorted, like Darth Vader voice or mm-hmm. like Banksy in a know. documentary. <laughs> or is it like playful child? I don't know. There's a lot of yeah, like baby just, voice. Go, yeah. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> they would just go with something completely different and like what we think is like a fucked up voice is different now. But I did the more I noticed it, I did like sort of laugh because he <laughs> he does sound like um just like a sort of like interesting man like who likes to notice things in your house <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. that's funny <laughs> the well also the 90s bit is like he drops a cell phone and she's like what a oh, cell yeah. phone yeah like, oh here's your phone like that was very yeah. like he and at one point he's like everyone has them now Yes, yes. Um, the movie trivia game that the killer lets Mason play is like literally my nightmare. By the way, I could never do that. <laughs> like, I know. You're gonna have to answer trivia questions, or we'll kill your boyfriend. I'm like, well, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that works as like a plot device. Yes, oh, yes. you know what really like to me dates this movie or just like places it in time is the way that like Sydney talks to or like all of she and her friends talk. And, like, the mm. gender dynamics and the power dynamics. Like, yeah. the ways that those boys... And I, I think boys are still awful. Um, and, it's different. It's but it's different. just different now. Like, and also the way that she feels, like... <laughs> she's so, like, victimized. Like, they are oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. mean to her. Mm-hmm. They're, they're <laughs> so dismissive and, and, like, she has all these really... And then it makes sense because it's, like, you're evil... Which right, I kind of liked. Right. I liked that it was like, yeah, those boys who are like being dicks to you are then like also evil, right? Like that there Truly. is something really sinister, like to dramatize that. I feel like it's, it was satisfying to me. Right. Because I was watching that scene and I was like, oh my God, this is hell. Like this is so alienating and so isolating and does feel like a teen experience. Like when you're yeah. just around people, you're like, I don't have the agency to leave. I'm just in high school. These are the people I'm closest to. What the fuck else it am I going to do? Yeah, what am like, I going to do? Like, it so sucks. My friend, my friend is dating Scooby-Doo. I have to date this guy. Like, yeah. yeah. I Ugh. think that's also what makes us different from I Know What You Did Last Summer, which, Charlie, apparently you've never seen that. I'm so you sorry, you guys. You mentioned that you don't like bad movies. I think that's a bad movie, and I don't think you should watch it. Yeah, don't see it. I <laughs> actually genuinely felt things about the main character. Like, I, I mm-hmm. was like, I... I felt like she was truly a protagonist in the sense that, like, I was, like, in her body and, like, rooting for Mm. her and just, like, I cared about her and um, she had genuine trauma, which was 
talked about in a really strange way and like a dismissive way especially by her boyfriend and like the the i i said that he jumps in to like pressure her sexually but like it really is weird like it yeah doesn't feel good like i don't know like he's truly a a bad guy yeah he really is but he's hot yes that too (laughs) i i will yeah i do think like you know the gender dynamics are like boys are bad like stay away from that and like there are no there are no like neutral (laughs) like boys in this movie Mm. Well, the the nerd who like talks about horror movies a lot oh, yeah. is like has a neutral fate, but like, mm. but like it seems to be in this like part of I don't know us talking about gender, like this age of talking about gender, where we're just like boys are bad, stay away from them, don't have sex, like they will pressure mm. you, like say no, yeah. you know, um, and it, that's that's what it felt like. It does this interesting, or like this is I guess a pretty classic horror thing, but just the dynamic of like having a beautiful young woman who receives so much trauma (laughs) is just like so (laughs) fucking traumatized in this movie like and it's interesting because I expected that in the like you know the like dramatic horror moments right like obviously like yeah yeah, like with the, the the genre conventions of like oh yeah you're gonna see your friends get killed and you're gonna be like whatever like traumatized by like an evil man who's like evil to you and torturing you whatever but then to also have the like, and also you're just like not supported by your community. You're with these awful friends who like do not support you at all. You don't have like real love in your life. Like your father's kind of absent. Like that was weirdly like affecting, you know? It's like, we oh man. Her. Yeah. yeah. And then he needs help. Yeah, she really does. And then when <laughs> you actually, she like has, it's almost like then the, the, the horror stuff or like that kind of trauma comes in and you're like oh this is a relief because it feels less real or like mm. I don't actually have to like it doesn't quite have the same like oh I know that stuff that you're <laughs> that alienation yeah 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 now she just has to like survive hopefully right exactly it's a little bit of a clearer brief a, a little bit of a flaw here is that that they do establish Scooby-Doo as the friend who's really good at doing voices and the killer's doing voices over the phone. Yeah, totally. So, like, in the first scene, they have him do, like, funny voices, and I'm like, okay, I guess, well, maybe that's, like, another fake-out, because then you're, like, you're not thinking at all about it being two people. Yeah. Um, Did you guys see when she called 911 with the computer? Yeah. That rocked. Oh, Oh, yeah. Can we do that? I was like, can I call my doctor's office like that to, like, get an appointment? (laughs) That would be so nice. Um, should we move on? Yeah. Okay. The sheriff questions Billy and says they will check his phone records. As Sydney leaves the station, she punches Gail, a reporter. She spends the night at Tatum's house where the murderer calls to threaten her. The next morning, Tatum's brother, Officer Dewey, says Billy <laughs> didn't make the phone calls. Sydney confronts Gail, who believes that the man on death row for Sydney's mother's murder is innocent, that he simply had been having an affair with her. Sydney apologizes to Billy for accusing him, and he says she should get over her mom dying and put out. In the school bathroom, two girls gossip about about how Sydney's mom is a slut. Then the murderer comes out of a stall and attacks Sydney, who gets away. I think it's crazy in this, like the ways that um, the murder is kind of everywhere. And you actually do kind of believe you're just like and everywhere and in a really goofy costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it actually yeah. plays with that, too. Like he's there's all these scenes. Actually, when I was watching it with people like there are people were really laughing at the killer. 
Yeah, which is yeah. unusual for it to then be something you are also kind of afraid of. Like, he, there's a lot of scenes where he's really, like, tussling. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, he's, like, and he, it's, like, there's, like, awkward <laughs> physical comedy where he's, like, trying and he can't, right? And then you're supposed yes, to also be yes. afraid of him. And it kind he's of kind works. of gangly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, like, too tall for the or house. Or, like, yeah. when his robe drops down over his boots in the bathroom stall. Like, yes. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, we knew it was the killer, like right. those right. boots that are those male boots that are on this toilet. Like we knew it was the killer. Oh, but here's his robe. I don't right, know. Right, exactly. Like the robe part because that also is like commenting a little bit, or like you know, it's it's interesting because it's like halfway between like a normal scary movie and then like scary movie the movie, which is like full yes. like can be like it's not scary, haha, we're just fully making fun of it. And this is doing a little bit of that, but not all the way, because it, then it is still like this has a narrative and is gonna be scary. But, like, making fun of, like, yeah, all these killers have, like, these funny costumes and, like, the actual reality of wearing a costume is, like, not super scary. It's kind of awkward and silly, right? Like So, <laughs> apparently when they were making, when they were first filming the movie, um, Bob Weinstein disliked, oh Weinstein. Disliked oh, yeah, it's a Weinstein movie. <laughs> it's a Weinstein movie. Oh, yeah, we forgot to say that up top. It's a Weinstein movie. But, they, Bob, like, Bob was really, really involved in it. And Bob really disliked the mask. The and good said, wine, it's like Steve. Not... <laughs> he was like, "We should take the mask out because it's not scary." And um, the director was like, "No, like that, like the mask. There's a point to the mask." And they had like an argument over it, and they almost fired him. And then, um, and then they saw like ten minutes of footage, and then they're like, "Oh, you're right. It works." <laughs> mm. I'm like, "Yeah, you don't know shit." Like the director, the director obviously like knows what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad they kept it in. It's such an iconic thing. Yeah. Totally. Every child had that mask on for oh Halloween. God, yeah. Did you guys? Yeah. Was that a thing for you guys? Like in yes. in middle school, like everyone had it, and I didn't Even know what it was. Even before I like knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know it. what it was. Yeah. You know, it's it's iconic. And it's funny because I wonder if that they kept it and also partially as like an eye towards like merchandising. You know what I mean? Like that's such a like. Someone brought that up. Yeah. yeah, It's like if you can make that work and you have like an iconic (laughs) thing, like that's you double your money. There's a very Um, dark line. Don't worry, Sydney. It's school. You'll be safe here. (laughs) That's really dark. I don't. (laughs) I don't know if they could have included that if this movie came out now. Like it's no, yeah, that's too dark. Um, I also really like Courtney Cox as the the like bitchy news reporter. Yeah, let's let's talk about the intrepid like hot. Yeah, (laughs) I think there's a really interesting meta narrative of her in this role where like I think I read that like she really wanted this role to sort of get away from her image as like type a like good girl on friends like so she and she really pursued the role like they i don't think reached out to her she really was like i want it which then kind of becomes this like meta narrative within the movie of like a person who really wants it and is really like yeah single-mindedly in pursuit of something like and that's really funny like i read that in like within the role but then also in her being in this movie it's like yeah you really are like trying to be in this like i'm gonna be in as in part of this narrative with all these young people. Yeah, I'm you know? gonna get this story. That's really funny. And she's yeah. like, she's so um she she's trying I can't decide if like she wants to be liked or not. And I think mm. like part of her is like, I just want the story no matter what. And then I think part of her is like, I also want to be like hot and like yeah. young like these teens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
I actually don't feel like that narrative is totally fleshed out in the way yeah, that it yeah. could be. And I think it could be better. And I also think, and I'm sorry to say this, I don't think she's a great actress. I, I don't think she's, <laughs> I don't think she's great on, I think she's pretty bad on Friends actually. And I think oh, Friends shit. has a lot of really good performances and she is consistently oh, pretty weak. Oh, That's wow. like a maybe kind of mean opinion I have. Wait, I have a mean opinion too. Okay. Courtney Cox is someone who I know is beautiful. Like, I know she is, but Mm. I don't look at her and see a beautiful person. Other people that are included in this list are John Hamm Mm. and a blonde actress who is not coming to mind right now. Okay, that you definitely shit on me about that, but that's how I feel about, like... No, but it's different for you because I feel like you, you don't think they're, like... Like for me, it's like I know they are attractive, but I don't see it. Whereas you're like, no, she's not. Like, pretty. Okay. Um, I will say this movie and others like it in the 90s and early 2000s did make me believe there would be like just many more like hot young journalists moving around every time something new happened at my high mm. school or my town. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it brought me back to like a a time of movies where like there was always like an intrepid like out of towner, yeah, um, trying to trying to ask you questions. And I was like disappointed by that in like high school and college that like no one watched <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. I think an actual maybe a big flaw of this movie is the way they talk about Sydney's mom. Like, there's no, yeah. there's no um, what's the word for her? What's a what's a word where you like you like get yours at the end? Like, like she's redemption? just a slut. redemption. Yeah. Like she's just yeah. kind of this like oh, the mom, slutty the mom. mom who had an affair and then got murdered. And like yeah, I wish totally. there had been some scene of Sydney just saying any other character trait about her. About the mom. <laughs> yeah, about like yeah, anything yeah. else. Yeah, right. Yeah. Give us give us one thing about your relationship with her before <laughs> she died. And it not it just being like you're making peace with the fact that your mom was a slut. Like that's that's kind of the arc actually of it. And like that is like the yeah. way she like accesses like healing and grief is it being like, yeah, I have to acknowledge it. She was a slut. Like there is that scene where she's like, no, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and like it's healing. Like, <laughs> like all yeah, of our moms are sluts. Like there's no yeah, totally. there's not that big like, of a she, deal. She acts so horrified when they're like, no, I think she was just having an affair. She's like, she wouldn't touch him. And I thought at first, like, they meant, li- like, the guy was ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and But then I was like, oh, no, she just, like, doesn't think her mom um, is slutty. Um, yeah. Also, this is, like, there's, like, a weird dynamic between, like, do you believe the journalist saying it wasn't him or do you believe, like, there's a weird, like... <laughs> there's weird stuff in here that's insensitive about her mom being raped supposedly Uh, totally um yeah because because the journalist is also like adamant that it wasn't that guy um Mm. so yeah but i i do think like i do think uh there are things that land for me here like just sydney and the for some reason I really liked the 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 girls that were in the <laughs> the school bathroom. Like I thought they were like mm. caricature really funny like caricatures and then the yeah. murderer comes out of the stall. Like I don't know, like that that the more it veered back into just like being like fun um slasher movie, the more I liked it, I think. Mm. I yeah. just wanted to say that Officer Dewey is like a, a big dummy. And this is the this is the character that I was talking about last episode, who scary movie made 
to have like a mental like handicap. Oh, oh really? In a really <laughs> like not that there is a good way to do that, but like they do it in a particularly just terrible. Okay. This is <laughs> it's this so is bad. Problematic stretch. Um, my question was: Have you ever hit anyone, or have you seen someone punch someone? Oh, I don't I think go, so. I can go first. I've seen um. Uh, in college, I saw someone get really drunk and just be swinging because, like, he didn't want to, he didn't want to, like, leave someone else's room. Like, he mm. was, like, really drunk and thought that it was his room. And they were like, no, go to your own room. And he was, like, <laughs> just kind of blindly swinging out. Um, but then um, my my now husband, Nate, like, tried to, like, help him up. And he bit Nate on the hand. <gasps> <laughs> and <laughs> just became, I was really scared at the time. But now it just became this, like, legend of, like, yeah. And then he bit Nate. He was crazy. <laughs> But I think he was just yeah Mouth he was foaming. just like out of his out of his mind. Um, it leaves a really bad bruise. Don't don't let anyone bite you. Don't let a person bite you. <laughs> Wait, can I pull out a line? This is in the first sort of quadrant, so it's going back yeah. a little bit. But I do just want to highlight it because I really loved it. The line it's Drew Barrymore. My boyfriend is big and he plays football and he'll kick the shit out of you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come I on, love- that is. And I she really does she does great with it too. I love she it. She does. She really ha- I yeah, and not to go back to that but it's like that scene is it's interesting when like that you can have a scene that is iconic, you know? Yes. Like, yes. like not a movie, not like an aesthetic. It's like that <laughs> one scene really does so much. It truly it truly does. I have been in the presence of boys um sort of doing like tussling <laughs> fight club-esque like we're just going to go punch each other in the backyard. <laughs> Wow. And then once I was at a a bar in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and a fight broke out on the dance floor, so much so that was like so like a bystander was splattered with blood. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Ugh. Not good. I I think I was one of many people who called actually called the police, which normally I would not call the police, but it seemed <laughs> it seemed appropriate. All of those white men beating each each other up. Right. Um, You're like, let's <laughs> pause on this. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah. the people doing Fight Club in the yard were they like your friends or just like classmates or like? So I've been to one event where it was like uh, boys from my high school who were certainly not my friends, and then okay. the other event was college boys event. who were like supposedly people I hung out with, but. In mm-hmm. truth, not okay, my okay. not my friends Acquaint- either. Acquaintances. <laughs> you know, it's in, it is like I feel like teen horror movies are so often like dramatizations or like rewritten histories of like high school gender Your power teens. dynamics. Yeah. yeah, like you know the thing of like oh the nerdy boy gets revenge. You know, there's a whole like sort of subgenre of horror movie, and this definitely totally. like plays with that idea where it's like these two boys and you think maybe like they will be killed off because it's going to be like the nerdy guy who wants her you know what i mean like there's a whole yeah yeah they play they definitely play with it it's kind of it's kind of like and scary yeah and i guess we'll get to it at the end but like there's a whole sort of homoerotic part of it too that is really Mm. present and like you know okay my only comment my only other comment was like, if I tried to murder someone because I was trying to be the murderer in Scream, and then I, when I came after them, like I failed, like I would not try again. I would be very embarrassed <laughs> that like I yeah. failed. Like I would just like, I would just try someone else. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's actually. <laughs> would you a try bit again in Scary Movie? Like I feel like they do that. Oh, okay. Not to keep bringing this up, but like I almost <laughs> feel like that's 
<laughs> the, it's hard for me to kind of separate them. But yeah, they do, do you know a lot what I mean, of the though? like physical like, I would be so embarrassed. comedy in that. And then they're I'd like, so oh no. Yeah. Because then it just means my plan also was a bad plan. <laughs> you were bad we at murdering. <laughs> oh, scary movie? I've never seen it wholly, but like I've watched so much of it in clips on YouTube and it yes, is yes. really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Parts of it are yes, also yes. there are four of them. Wait. Yeah. Five? Four. Yeah, I'm sure the quality dips. I got to imagine. It's like they just put together sketch. So yeah. Many. Shall I move on? Yeah. Okay. Classes are suspended and then the principal gets murdered. Sydney and Tatum chat about how there were rumors that her mom was having an affair. At this video store, Sydney's friend gives a speech about how obvious it is that Billy is the murderer based on the horror movie formula. The sheriff tells Dewey that the calls were made by Sydney's dad. Dewey brings Sydney and Tatum to a party and then reporter Gail shows up and plants a video camera. Tatum is murdered via the garage door. Sydney apologizes to Billy for being traumatized and not wanting to have sex and then says they should do it. Actually, she says, let's make a porn. Yes. I had to actually, I had to actually like rewind because I couldn't understand like why he like got really excited. Oh my god. To make a porn. (laughs) Um, We never mentioned that Tatum is Rose McGowan. Yeah. 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 Who now is having her own online moment yes well okay yeah sorry not to go back to the porn thing but i was very confused in this moment because what they did was she says a line where she's like she's like yeah i do love horror movies or something like yeah i i do want to be in the in the movie insert genre here and then she goes or it could be a porn so it's not it's so indirect that i literally was like i don't like i wouldn't (laughs) yeah i'd be like wait hold on wait ruin the mood completely I can't believe she um, never had sex with him. He's so hot. My qu- okay. <laughs> my question is, was there anybody in your high school class that you were like um legit kind of like scared of? Like you saw them as like just like scary like people? <laughs> um I think so. Definitely there yeah. is. I mean like I don't know, when I was in high school, there definitely was the narrative of like there definitely was the narrative of like school shooter. You know, like that's sort of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I wonder true. Will there be a good school shooter horror movie ever? Oh like, or is that oh going to be my like? God. Yeah. Oh Sorry my to come God. up with like a really <laughs> first idea. But... Glee, tr- Glee tried it. I guess. Yeah, Glee well, did I guess try it. Horror, but... One Tree Hill, One Tree Hill episode. Oh. Um, actually, one of the people that was in the backyard punching people for fun is someone I think of as like very scary. Scary. Mm, as just totally. like the guy that I. You know, just like the guy you like shiver around and like you yeah. you see him eating like a double Chipotle burrito where they have to use okay. two tortillas and you're just like, okay, that could be my head. I don't know. Like I just scared. <laughs> Scary. I thought you were just shaming his food choices. No, I just mean like, be. I mean, <laughs> that first could of all, be no, no shame for how much you eat, but like he needs to eat that much because he's so big and Because he's powerful. murdering people at mm. night. <laughs> and was she... Sorry, I'm just like really trying to square like also Rose McGowan and like the Harvey <laughs> Weinstein stuff, and oh, there's just yes, also an interesting yeah. like I just yeah, wonder she was really yeah uh, yeah 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 I, mean, I it... didn't even think about um because I I also forgot she was in this and like yeah this was such a Weinstein brothers project yeah, yeah. It, and all again it's like all like this meta narrative about like women and the abuse of women and showing the abuse of women to comment on the abuse of women and like the project of showing it is like also about actually abusing women who are doing that work you know what I mean it's like all really tied up in this like 
like horror is so so often about that (laughs) yeah yeah and tied up with it and like the whole like narrative of like boys are evil teenage Mm -hmm. boys are the villain like Mm -hmm. why did tatum die like why was she murdered if i think i think punishment for being like kind of complicit or if not complicit like not a good friend slutty party girl not a good friend Um, yeah i thought i thought it was because she was like not a good friend and i also thought maybe um i thought maybe she was starting to like really suspect billy right and so they were like trying Hmm. to i I don't think so to be to me okay no i think that that, because also the whole time punish her because the whole time like she's getting murdered she's like stop it seriously cut it out stop it oh, you know what i thinks, mean she thinks it's yeah yeah like he's like swinging at her with a knife and she's like seriously you guys you're being stupid oh, you know what i mean speaking speaking of tiktok that's also like a tiktok trend right now um her her like iconic like please don't kill me mr Ghostface. i want to be in the sequel like that's like a tiktok sound oh, yeah that people are using repeatedly that i forgot was in this specific movie yeah why why did that become it. a thing like who did it what do you mean like like why did the tiktok thing become who a found thing? it first of all like mm. what what 17 year old watched this movie and then i was like this is the part that i need to do it and then why were yeah. people like i want to do it because i don't know why i don't know why specific movie clips are because like something from jennifer's body is also like trending right now well there's see, another for some th- reason that feels like it makes more sense to me yeah 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 oh hi cat <laughs> yeah he's really like he's ready to talk about tiktok my cat <laughs> on my lap um there's also like that sound right now on tiktok that's like the killer is escaping Yes, you know what yes. I'm talking about? Which is yes. also really jarring. Scary. Yeah, like yeah, totally yeah, scary. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, are you on TikTok? Yes and no. I like every month download it for a day and lose a full day. Like I, I, I'm so addicted <laughs> to it that I actually can't keep it on my phone or else yeah. I really won't get anything else done. Yeah. I will go on it for like hours and hours and hours yeah. in the same position, unmoving. <laughs> I'm definitely in a in a hole right now, but I think it sort of like comes in waves and not of being addicted to it. Um, I yeah. was gonna say, um, everyone who like, you know, ba- basically the boy the boys continuing to be evil, creepy like creeps in this movie. Um, they they never back off on that, but it it also is like really jarring that like like what we were talking about a while ago. Um, that scene with um what's her tatum is that her name being like flailed by the garage door Mm -hmm. is like really iconic and really disturbing because she like that she looks like a barbie doll and that's like on purpose and the i mean it i think it's really like good horror but Mm -hmm. like that like made me like shiver. Yeah, and it's you like, can like yes, kind of conti- see a person continue to be scared, which I feel like is on purpose, right? Like, yes, you're supposed it's to be, supposed like, to be like sexualized murder. Totally, Barbie. Like, well, being, yeah. Like, I mean, up. remember like the nineties? It was a whole like. No, I'm I'm you know, very young. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, do you guys remember? I mean, I was born in ninety five, so I wasn't really. But um, shut up. Like you know, there's the whole thing about that of like the like dichotomy between like girl next door neve campbell how do you pronounce it yes and versus like nev i think you're right nev campbell versus like slutty bar like there was so much hatred for like vapid slutty party girl paris hilton 
pink song what's it called like like stupid girls stupid right? girls like, right like there's a again whole, Jane, like, blonde blonde versus brunette dynamic yeah Whoa. it really i mean in the 90s and the early 2000s like that was huge it's like this dumb blonde girl who like <laughs> is too stupid to even know that she's being killed you know what i mean right. and so mm. of course she deserves to be humiliated a little bit there's yeah, a dynamic right. there are there any um have there any have there been any like blonde stars of slasher films that make it to the end? Cuz I know that like Cabin Ooh. in the Woods sort of did, yeah, was like meta in that way, but I don't remember who it, yeah. who makes it to no, the she, end. No, the br- the brunette makes it to the end. Ugh. I actually do I actually do like that movie. I've watched it. A it is I, good. I'm sure there must like I'm sure that at uh, some time yeah. there must have been a blonde girl where it's like, look, she's actually because that's also actually, like a fun dynamic too. Is like she um, makes it. Have you heard it? Did you watch Ready or Not, Jane? No. Where it's like she's too marrying scary. into a family and <laughs> it's a slasher movie. She's blonde and she makes it to the end. Not to spoil that movie, but well, you just did. No, I was. That one looked really scary. <laughs> it's it's if you handle this fine, yeah. Who survives? It, it does in have Ma's some humor. House. It does have some humor. Um, I did not see that movie. Can I kind of think going? we should. Okay, yeah. Okay, Dewey and Gail investigate yes. an abandoned car, kiss a bit, determine the car is Sydney's dad's. The killer stabs Billy, but Sydney manages to escape to the reporter van where the tech guy is killed. Dewey runs back to the house and gets stabbed. Sydney grabs his gun and then heads inside where Billy reveals that he faked his stabbing and that he and Stu had been working together. It turns out that Sydney's mom had been sleeping with Billy's dad, breaking up his marriage. They bring out Sydney's dad, who they are going to frame for the murders. Gail comes to the rescue and after an extended fight uh, with Stu and Billy, Sydney deals Billy the final blow and shoots him in the fucking head. Wow, I'll I'll be honest with this section. For me, like it does unravel a little bit. Like it, it. I think the final sort of like climax just goes on a little too long. There's a little yes. bit too much like reversal, and I'm like, all right, we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> like you know what I mean? The same yeah. note. It spends a little bit too much time. Also, because then once you're like, oh, it's these guys, you're like, okay. Like, okay, like, let's end scene. Like, I'm not scared of them anymore because they're kind of so stupid, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the stakes are gone because, like, Dewey survives and Gale survives. So it's too much. Like, it's... I know. I kind of love that... They're, they're, they do some hinting that maybe Dewey could be the killer, but the twist is that he's not. He's just like a loser. A dumb yeah. <laughs> dumb cop representation. Um, I wrote that like this is also the long, like it's crazy that this party and like this night, like yeah. they're drinking and hanging out and watching movies. Then someone's having sex. Then the girl's being killed in the garage door. Then the guy, the, the guy's watching the movie alone. Then Gail and Dewey fall in love. Then <laughs> like, <laughs> then like the, all the stuff happened. Like it's just so long in a way that like such a long night in the way that the rest of the movie wasn't. Yeah, that I was confused about. And um, the um Billy and Stu stabbing situation where Billy they're like they're trying to stab each other so that they're framing Sydney's dad. Like oh that God. felt dark <laughs> in like a so in a weird way, but okay, also yeah. it was way too much. And like it was so there's so much red paint everywhere yeah and Stu was like i think i'm dying here like i was like okay that felt like a like a 
college students like acting exercise yeah a little bit (laughs) okay my question was i guess for charlie do you think you would convincingly be able to fake um you killing um a friend like someone close to you and jane do you think you and i would convincingly be able to (laughs) fake one of us killing the other and the other pretending to be killed the way that these two did because that that's also like a big scene where he pretends to stab billy and then he tumbles down the stairs or something oh yeah no (laughs) i could not do it i'm not really i'm i really have a hard time with like any sort of confrontation um and i really don't think i'm a i think violence is pretty hard for me even when it's like necessary or like important which like whatever a bit you're like fake even right like actually maybe not like maybe if it were fake i could do it but I don't know. I'm so like, that's true. The fight. Yeah, the fight would be stressful. The the ensuing fight before the stabbing. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I would be too sad at the idea of Issa (laughs) being dead. I'd be like, no. That's sweet. Issa's like, whatever I can do. I appreciate appreciate that. I think we could do it. Okay. Not for the the Patreon, but... (laughs) <laughs> um there's also like a fun dynamic between them of like one is the mastermind and one is like the hype man mm. like murderer because he's a character actor yeah um which i did which i did like i just like agree that they just like took it too long yeah, yeah. we have you know notes I, we have notes i feel like okay there's like one other horror movie in my life that i've seen <laughs> maybe more but like no there's more but like whatever one that i saw was like hereditary which i think is <gasps> yeah. yeah that's like, like the know, most scary I know yeah, it's really so scary. Oh, I was absolutely terrified. Like completely I'm surprised that you saw that. <laughs> me genuinely same. Completely I was like I can't I was so scared. And that's a really disturbing and upsetting movie. Really yeah. really like in addition to actually being like scary, it's also just like yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. But I actually felt <laughs> similarly where I think that's an amazing movie. I thought it was great and I was really glad I watched it even though it was painful. Um but similarly to this where it's like the whole setup, I'm like riveted. And then when kind of the mystery is revealed, it feels a little bit to me like deflating where I'm like, oh, mm. so the whole thing was like, there's like a random devil cult and he's possessed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when the answer is not as satisfying in that one. Right. Because when you when something is unknown, it's like, oh, my God, this could be so many things. And then when you actually know it, you're like, oh, I guess it's that thing. You know, there's something inherently like letdown and I wonder what I'm sure there are movies that like manage to sort of maintain that or have the reveal be like super satisfying but this one I was a little yeah. bit like like in this movie I was like okay so maybe maybe one option is having the reveal be something that the audience figures out on their own rather mm-hmm. than is just like <laughs> stated yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so then- that you walk away being like oh, I got it I knew it I'm yeah. so smart Right. You yeah, put it yeah, together yeah. and there's a satisfying like or like, yeah, you figure it out before another character figures it out. So you have the tension of like, is she going to know? Right. That's right, called dramatic right. irony. Dramatic irony. <laughs> gorgeous. A gorgeous little thing to put in your movie. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did think this movie was also like if you think about the time period before all this happened, all the story in the movie happened, there was just like sort of messed up things happening to all the characters all the time like Mm -hmm. like the mom stuff is messed up and then presumably billy and 
Scooby-Doo were planning this for like a while beforehand. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Teen Boys aren't planning. Yeah. But, um, but you know, like, so they were, so then there was this long game of them like seducing the girl to like be in a long-term relationship. Like, weren't they yeah. dating for like months before? Like, there's just so much weird shit in this that's like, oh, people are doing messed up things to each other. Um, and then they stab each other in this economy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. There's also obviously the whole like homoerotic thing of it too. Yes. Like two boys stabbing each other or like their sort of like connection and like weird love yeah. thing. Yeah. And like the the sort of like yeah, and one of them is sort of like I he's sort of the wimpier one. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Um anyway, I also think that <laughs> oh, another another thing that dates this movie or just like another trope that I forgot was in this time mm-hmm. was like spunky girl that like fights off her mm-hmm. a saint, totally. like attacker and she like kicks him in the nuts like i was mm-hmm. like yeah no wonder like you know i i like had the complex of like reading ya novels and wanting to be like a cool strong girl and like mm-hmm. it's like okay i i actually think in real life it would be really really fucking hard to overpower to like guys taller than you <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah she's dead sorry <laughs> like <laughs> i was just gonna say that um, I feel like a lot of the reason why this movie works is because the acting is pretty good, and specifically yeah. Nev Campbell. Like, yes. kind of, to be honest, like I kind of think she carries this movie. Like, I think if she mm. weren't good, this movie wouldn't work as well as it does. One hundred percent, I totally agree. I think she does a great job, and brings like a right, like brings actually like a depth to it, and is super compelling. And I think that it does so much for the movie. Like, otherwise, it would actually slip into being, like, campy and not effective. Did you notice that the ending credits were the font from, like, that ad that's, like, you wouldn't download a car? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> I was like, wait, did they get that from this movie? We should we should, we should, should wrap up. Okay, we've come to the end. We will answer three questions. And, Charlie, you can go first. The first question is, is this movie good or bad? I think it's good. I think it's I a agree. good movie. Yeah. It's good. I yeah. agree. I, I forgot that it was going to be good, honestly, yeah. because we just had yeah. we had a bad experience with I Know What You Did Last Summer, where I think I was expecting it to be this, basically. Right. Um, this was like a really important and iconic movie. Like it did a lot. It really revived the genre, you know, yep. it did a lot of things, you know, I, I, for all of its flaws. It like was a really successful movie in a bunch of ways. Yeah. Um, the second question is, do you like this movie? Yeah, I do like it. I think I really like also like the, the campiness of it. I like that it lets yes. itself do that and it does it well and is funny. I also really like this movie. I, I wasn't scared and like I think there is a setting in which I could have been scared. Maybe if I wasn't watching it for the pod, if I was watching it like at night with the lights off. But mm. I did. I also found parts of it funny. And mostly I just um I felt for the main character and I felt really engaged and invested until the very end. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I actually think, you know, for all we keep talking about how it's like, or or at least also the writer and director really wanted to, like, tell people that like this is not just a slasher film. It's also like, you know, self aware and meta and funny and stuff like that. And I actually think like a lot of, um, I don't know, other genre stuff now is just like funny like people just put more jokes into things now mm-hmm. so i liked it but it also makes sense that i like it because i i liked 
you know get out that mm-hmm. also has like some jokes in it yeah um so i don't i don't even know if i like registered it that much as that campy because of that and i right. i think um i think I, I think i like it um the third question is what type of teen is this movie for um which is a little i don't know charlie what do you think you know, I think there's something that would be really appealing to a teen who is interested in feeling like in the know or like part mm-hmm. of a conversation that sort of like uh, supersedes their immediately like cultural context. Like, you know, any teen who wants to be like, yeah, I watch this movie and it's a little bit meta and is doing interesting <laughs> campy stuff, actually, you know, like. I watch this movie from the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's actually really good. You know, yeah. like that kind of. <laughs> I wrote smart ass teen, which I totally. think is the same answer. It's I same. think it's the same. A, a way more sort of concise way of explaining <laughs> that idea. Yeah. No, totally. I think especially like um, I think a horror movie completist or like a genre yeah. fan mm. teen. Yeah. Um, because I I like horror movies and like I do want to go back and watch like some quote unquote like classics. But if someone is a Gen Zer, then like something from nineteen ninety six is like vintage. So. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, Charlie, what are you watching these days? That's not this. It's a good question. Um, well. For a really long time, and still sort of now, I had a have a really hard time watching anything other than YouTube, like really, really short form. Um, Fair. So I'm working hard on undoing that, and I've been sort of successful. I've been watching Succession for the first Yay! time. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, and I have to finish it before I'm nine out of twenty episodes in, and I have to finish Ooh. it before it comes back. So wish me luck. <laughs> I got a lot to do. Um, and then I'm also watching. I really love this show, Reservoir reservation dogs i think it's so good um it's like a sitcom it's on hulu i believe it's awesome i really recommend it what do you watch on youtube (laughs) my youtube is really (laughs) you know it's like because of the algorithm you go through really like distinct periods so right now it is all simpsons clips and Mm. women's gymnastics like That is it. Like that. And you know what? I just go back and forth. I watch just those two. Incredible. Yeah. Maybe I the the third sort of genre there is like chiropractor videos or like (laughs) massage videos. I love this so much. Yeah. It's pretty revealing, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I was actually thinking about like what TikTok recommends me. I do I do think it's like revealing because they it's just so meta like uh-huh. so hyper targeted like what do you like it's not even like your interests it's like what content do you like to just like zone out in front of it's yeah, the exactly. truth it's not like what it's you the truth like it's for example truth. if i was to meet someone new i'd be like i like reading and like going for walks and doing this mm-hmm. but then you you know the truth when you look at youtube yeah you're like this is what i want to put in front of my eyes this is what i want to yeah because like totally. for me a lot of like i went through a phase of just wanting to watch women put on foundation Mm-hmm. So I like for months I would just wanted to watch women put creamy goop onto their face. Yeah. Oh my I god, like, who could blame the, you? I'm in the makeup hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's so soothing. Yeah, it's so exactly. soothing. Um, Jane, what I are you watching? I don't have like I, I haven't been good at watching stuff really intentionally. Even though I think very recently okay. I said I was trying to be, but I watched a few episodes of Thirty Rock on a flight. And mm. that show is just, it's my favorite show of all time. It's, it's so, so good. 
it's so good. And so I watched a few episodes of that last night. I was just like, nothing can beat this. Like, it's so stupid and funny. It's and just, it's just the best like, show ever. Well and that's made. all yeah, I have yeah. to say. It's so good at what it does. Like, what else is that good at what it does? Um, I'm watching Squid Game, like everyone on fucking Twitter. <laughs> I'm only three episodes in, and it is not that fucked up yet although i think it will get there um and it's really good i would say jen i actually think you and walt would like can it. i handle um, it i'm a little worried yeah it's not nothing is surprising about the um i mean let me get farther okay but like nothing surprising about like the like killing parts like you know it's not like it's not even i i think like as as like bloody as like some of the scenes in scream yet okay interesting um yeah, I uh yeah, that's all I'll say. I I know a lot of people have watched the whole thing and like have very strong opinions about it. Um and then we're still watching Dark that the like German oh, like Netflix good show. Good for you. I'm almost <laughs> done. I'm kind of stretching it out cuz the so the series is done. So I I like almost don't want it to end and so like I only have a few ep- we only have a few episodes left until like the end of the plot and i like yeah i'm gonna be sad after mm-hmm. although my brother-in-law is like watching it all over again from the start which i can't do right after but he is so it's a time travel show so part of it might be he's trying to like piece together yes like certain things mm-hmm. which i think it does help it, it, it does like you know have some rewatch value for that um jane do you want to talk about or mention our upcoming movie it's slender man starring <laughs> joey king <laughs> Oh what! I told. I, I swear, I that. told you this. This is this is a big deal. Fuck. Okay. I'm fuck. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny that the top of this episode, Charlie was like, "I'm not really one who likes like I can't watch something if I don't know if I know it's not gonna be good." <laughs> like, oh man, that's our entire show. Yeah. <laughs> but Charlie, thank you for thank you for watching a good movie with yeah. us. Like, oh I'm my god, so scream. fun. Yeah. I feel like the cool, smart ass person. Like you know getting to talk about it and all the layers we covered um and thank you for being on oh my god of course it's so fun to talk about like why something works and then also the ways it doesn't too but like you know it's fun to be like huh why what why was this compelling like especially when it's not obvious you know why was it everywhere right exactly we're really smart yeah totally (laughs) charlie is there anything that. that you'd like to plug um nothing in particular i have um a monthly show that's moving to union hall it's called exploration live and i really love it i wish i had a date for the next show but it's pending so i don't so check your website yeah where can people find you people can find me on instagram and twitter (laughs) and my handle is chunk barday that's b like boy a r d like david e y I will say that I looked at your website and I feel like I've looked at a lot of comedians and writers websites and I feel like they're in this hard position of needing to genuinely put information out while still being like fun. And I feel like your website is really good because it's not. (laughs) Thank you. It's not annoying because like I have read a lot of like comedians websites where it's like, okay, but you do a good job. (laughs) Thank you. It's been pretty like. Am I allowed to say that? (laughs) It feels nice. It's pretty like. (laughs) <laughs> vexing like the whole thing with the website well, it feels, it feels good to hear you say that i'm <laughs> i'm glad because like i i am not a comedian and so i i don't that that pressure is not on me but like i can yeah. feel that pressure when i read a lot of people's stuff <laughs> anyway yeah. 
That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks. People really liked our lunch our, our what's for lunch <laughs> like question that we asked that we got like aggressive replies to yeah. um it's on patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod okay we will see you next time under, under the, the bleachers, bleachers. <laughs> i'm trying to like switch it up